Ooh, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. Oh, yeah. It's Thursday. Oh my god, what are we doing up so early streaming? What is this? Normally, I'll be shutting down the stream right now, but today is Thursday. It's our conversation with a creator. This is an opportunity for you people, for the people, the good people that are watching early in the morning here. Maybe you're watching the replay to have a conversation to learn more about your favorite tech creators uh tech you know educator youtube educators and i've got one of the top guys on here today uh there are not many youtube educators and i don't use the word guru we're going to talk about these names here um uh, yeah you see i see him smiling he knows what's up um i i, I he's one of the, one of the very few that i trust i trust this man i trust roberto blake i trust brian g johnson i trust this other imposter, his name is D. Nimmin, and then of course Daniel Battel, right? And those are those are my guys right there. And then there's a whole bunch of others as well. But those are the dudes. These are good friends and people I look up to. Uh, people I have I have forged friendships with over the years, and just continue to give back to the creator community and whatnot. So listen. If you're listening to the replay, cool. If you want to be part of this show, come on through on live on YouTube as we do this. We're live on YouTube and YouTube Music. And, of course, this will be going out as a podcast on all the formats such as Spotify, Amazon, Apple, etc. after the show. But if you want to be part of the show and ask your questions, come on through for these live streams. Uh, we do them every Sunday and then Thursday is our conversation with a creator. We're trying to bring a creator in, whether it's tech or, again, YouTube education or whatnot. So real quick, I'm going to go through the live chat real quick. Just say hi to real uh, people real quick. We got Life on, YouTube, uh, Life on YouTube, Twitter X. How you doing? We got Creator Classroom, TA Tech. Thanks for coming. Rapid Home Repair. Doug Houston, one of our channel all members. All right, all right, all right. If you guys want to become a channel member, hit the join button down below. You know what to do. You get a special badge. You get custom emojis. We do, uh, we do private live streams. You get special access within the Discord. The Discord link is at the the top there go ahead and click that uh we got uh we got sabat uh, uh katan i i think i pronounced I'm, I'm i'm sorry if i'm, I'm not pronouncing that right uh we got this guy named nick nimmin look at this photo we need to do some updating here nick we need to fix some photos here we need to like look at that i mean we know that you're we know you're all grays here uh going through here as well we got this guy named zach talks tech how you guys doing and going through here of course we got surge rapid home repair don coven one of our channel members don's in vancouver it's like seven it's like 7 a.m. there. I'm not sure why Don is joining us. He's probably still in his PJs. Um, going through here, Rapid Home Repair. Uh, lots, lots of the familiar names here. Lots of the uh, creator community. And, of course, uh, my Discord community coming through here. Justin Collins being one of them as well. Thanks for coming through uh, in Ireland there. All right. Without any further ado, we're going to bring this guy in. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait was that appropriate? Anyway, uh, we've got buttons. I know he has buttons, too. So we're going to bring this guy in right now, Mr uh why is it so small there we go mr nick nimmin how you doing sir i'm doing great man how are you super excited to be here today yes thank you for giving us your time now i need to know right now it is 8 10 a.m here or 10 10 a.m eastern what time is it for you exactly 12 hours ahead so um yeah over here currently i'm at uh 10 10 p.m and then uh, when you guys do the time change, that puts me uh, 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 even more ahead. Or no, I'm sorry, it pulls me back. So then normally I do my live streams on Saturdays at 9 a.m. Yeah. Eastern time. And right now we align. However, okay. once your time changes, then that means that I get to do them at 8 p.m. my time, which is still 9 a.m. your time. So then that takes it to 11 and an 11 hour difference. So you yeah. Do you have multiple clocks going on your cell phone? I, I imagine you've got like different time zones on there and whatnot. It gets confusing, I, right? Yeah, I, I don't, but I use an app called Time Buddy. 
A time and, buddy. Uh, okay. Yeah, so with time buddy, when I'm scheduling everything, basically you can just pick like, okay, this is the time zone time zone I'm in. Yeah. Um, this is, you know, the other time zones, and then you can just move this slider around and then it yeah. lines everything up and let you know exactly, you know, what time it is everywhere else. Okay. See so, yeah, all I'm, kinds of fun and complication involved with that. <laughs> I'm gonna set this up real quick. You're gonna do the promo for this. I we let you guys know that this stream is being brought to you by StreamYard, Nick Nim, and tell them about StreamYard. Go. StreamYard is the live streaming platform that you need to be using if you're a live streamer. The reason for that is because StreamYard is super easy to use. It's easy to bring on guests like you can see on the screen right now. It's easy to add graphics to the screen, background music. You can even load videos in that you can play during your live streams. You can play recorded videos for a live stream. And a little hidden feature within StreamYard that a lot of people kind of gloss over is that StreamYard pushes your stream, your stream through the cloud. So let's say that you are streaming and you have a tech problem. Like if um, like if our internet goes down right now, mm. stream hold the stream open, which means you can come back in on your phone or something while you're getting everything fired back up. Instead of if you weren't using StreamYard, you would just lose everybody and your stream would come to an end instantly as soon as you you know had a problem with your internet connection or whatever. So uh, StreamYard is amazing. I've been using them for a long time and it is the live streaming tool that I rely on to run my streams that I run every single Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern and every other live stream that I do pretty much everywhere. I love it. Now look at this. Look at look at the contrast here. You and I are so alike. This is crazy. Okay. Not only do you and I have the Streamyard mug. I mean, they sent it to us. Uh, but we we both have we both have the pillow. Do you do you have puddles? I have puddles. Right She's right here. She's yep. all there. She is. And then you've got a stormtrooper helmet, and I've got mm -hmm. this amazing piece of artwork that was done with spray paint of Han Solo and Chewie. Nice the Millennium Falcon. I I ha you have a wall of lightsabers. What's that? You also have a, a, a wall full of oh, lightsabers. Oh, yeah, I got some lightsabers. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't have that part. Yeah. You don't have that part. But you have the – does that helmet actually fit? Do you, can you actually put it on your head? Yeah, so if you look at my TikTok account, um, my brother, D, he, yeah. he builds costumes. So if you go to my TikTok account, the very first video that I uploaded to my TikTok account yeah. is me and D when one of the Star Wars came out. Um, it was around Christmas time, I think. And we went to one of the local malls. He's dressed as a Mandalorian. I'm dressed as a full stormtrooper. Yeah. Yep. And we go and we're basically just taking pictures with people and hanging out and, you know, just having a great time. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's awesome. uh, definitely into that whole thing. I love that you guys are both Star Wars nuts. You and I met in, you know, do you, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to throw this way back. I don't know if you remember this. I, I wish I had the pictures queued up. I actually have a video, but it's on an older phone. I never uploaded to the cloud, but I did this one-on-one -on -one interview with you in the lobby of the Westin hotel. It's at Vid Summit 2018. Right. Okay. I think it was your first or second. Vid Summit. It was definitely my first. And uh, when I started taking this content creation thing kind of seriously, and I remember interviewing you and da da da, I'm saying Nick da da da, and at the end I'm like, thanks for your time, D. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Never and stop. So, so how often does it? Is this like a? Is this something you guys made up between you and your brother? Because you guys, you guys do look very much, very, very similar and whatnot. And sometimes people do mix you up, and now it's kind of like an ongoing thing. Like, where did that whole? Where did that happen? Where the how that's how did that start? So it, it just occasionally happens. It happens in person. So, you know, where we live here in Asia, we constantly have people uh, mixing us up. So we have, you know, our certain Starbucks that we go to and things like that or certain restaurants. And here, once they get to know you, you can just walk in and just say the usual and then they'll just bring you whatever. 
sometimes we'll walk in and we'll say the usual and they'll give us each other's orders because they'll think we are, you know, one of the other people. Sometimes if one of the people move from one of the Starbucks that, you know, that he goes to most of the time and they come and they work at another Starbucks that I go to most of the time over yeah. near me, um, like when one of us will walk in, then they'll address us as the other one there. Um, when we go to conferences, yeah, people will walk up to him and they'll be like, oh, hey, Nick, what's going on? Watching your videos, blah, blah, blah. And they'll come up to me and they'll be like, oh, hey, D, you know, I've been watching, you know, watching your videos, you know, thanks for making them. And, you know, through that whole thing. So, yeah, it's it just been a continual thing. Does it, that annoy just you? Does it, does it bug you or is it just kind of like a whatever? Yeah, it's fun for us. Yeah, it's, it's not it's nothing that we take, you know, seriously. We just, you know, it, it's like a uh, not only is it fun for us, but it also gives other people something yeah. to, you know, just kind of joke around with and, you know, things All like right. that. Awesome. Now, I now people, if you guys have questions, please put them in the live chat. Obviously, we're going to prioritize uh, super chats and things like that. Um, Nick is not necessarily going to review any channels today, but maybe there will be an opportunity for him to kind of poke around at one or two. We'll take a look here, but we definitely want to pull back the veil and talk a little bit more about Nick Niman, the YouTube educator. Let me start that. Let's start. Let's start real easy here. YouTube guru. YouTube specialist, YouTube growth, YouTube educator. What are you? What is I am somebody, I'm somebody that makes videos that help people thrive on YouTube. Perfect. That's the elevator pitch. I love it. Yep. That's what. Yeah, that's like what I, yeah, like in terms of like the whole guru thing and all that stuff. I think it's kind of you know weird. It's yeah. basically you know there's people that you know that have a good understanding of this stuff and that study it and all that, and you know there's you know, there's that, but that doesn't necessarily make you like a guru. When I think of guru, I think of some type of like meditation teacher, you know, some, some <laughs> yoga, you know, person yeah. up in the mountains somewhere. I don't really think of, you know, um, like somebody that's good at something. Yeah. I don't think of, you know, them as a, as a guru of any kind. <laughs> so, so when I look at, when I look at the space, like I've been, I've been in the making content, uh, going back five, almost six years now. Uh, one of my faults is, and I know this is something I've been working on really hard for the, within the last year. And I think it's getting there is consistency and whatnot. One thing I notice every Saturday, and here's, where we're going to get a little sticky here. Okay. Every Saturday, you do this wonderful live stream. First, we have our boy there, uh, Doug Houston here. We love Doug. He does the show before that. So I wake up in the morning. He's in Australia. It's about 6 a.m. my time. He's doing his thing. And then you start around 7 a.m., 8 a.m. my time, uh, which is about uh, eight, about 10, 10 p.m. your time. Um, so that's a consistent, uh, amazing thing that you guys do every Saturday and whatnot. But one thing I notice all the time is I always see a lot, a lot of the same names, the same people every week week after week, asking the same questions in the chat. Now, I know for yourself, that can get a little bit repetitive and whatnot, but that's part of the kind of part of the gig. Let's talk about doers and talkers. Okay. okay. I'm talking about the people that are every week. Oh, I'm going to do this, Nick. And thanks for your help. Da, da, da. And then you go look at their channel a week later, a month later, and they haven't even updated that description. They haven't changed that thumbnail. Is this one of the biggest problems with this space, with the content creation space? People are just looking for an instant gratification, but not necessarily doing the work. I'm not trying to walk you into an answer here, Nick, but I want you to talk about doers and talkers. I think that everybody's busy. Um, since everybody's busy and, you know, a lot of people when they start out on YouTube, they're trying to balance their job, their social life, their family life with what it is that they're doing on the internet. And because of that, there's a limited amount of time. So in some cases, you know, you might give somebody advice and they just will blatantly not take the advice, which is fine. You know, it's their choice. 
Um, in other cases, sometimes, you know, people need to hear a message a handful of times. So a long time ago, I was talking to a friend of mine uh, who also, you know, was making content at the time. And I was talking to them and I was saying that, you know, I feel like I'm just constantly saying the same things all the time. Um, but even though I like rephrase them and whatnot. And one of the things that she said was she said that if they are watching my videos sometimes it takes them a few times for something to actually sink in mm -hmm. to where, you know, maybe I'll say it this way one time and it won't really land in terms of their understanding. But then, you know, when I say it a different way, another time, then they're like, Oh, that's what he means by, you know, that. Mm -hmm. So because of that, um, absolutely repetition is part of the gig. However, um, I do think that, you know, people are just busy and, you know, I mean, there's plenty of things that I do to where, you know, like I'll, I'll listen to a podcast or, you know, I'll watch a YouTube video and I'll write something out. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, that's great. Let me, let me apply that. And the next thing you know, it's six months later, I'm looking through my notes and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I was going to do that. Right. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't necessarily look at it as, you know, a, a fault necessarily. I look at it as, you know, some people prioritize this stuff and they do everything they can in order to move the needle. Some people, they just do it as a hobby. And because of that, they just apply, you know, the time that they do have to it. And in a lot of cases, you know, if you're a content creator, you're not becoming a content creator so that you can write titles. You're not becoming a content creator so that you can make thumbnails. You're becoming a content creator because you have something that you want to share with people. Right. Mm -hmm. And because of that, you know, I, I don't really fault people for not doing the thing. Mm -hmm. um, I do find it kind of weird if like back in the day, we used to do channel reviews all the time. Yep. We did have this thing to where people would come in and, you know, we would, you know, spend 15 minutes on their channel and then they would come back the next stream and nothing would be different but they would still want, they would give a super chat to get their channel pulled up. Yeah. And then we would go through the same thing again next week, no changes, same thing yeah. again. And that actually discouraged us from doing the channel reviews because it, be, it got to a point to where it was like, okay, are they coming in and, you know, you know, getting their channel pulled up as kind of like an ad for their channel yeah. or are they genuinely looking for help? So because of that, that's why we defaulted into like, okay, let's just answer questions. So then that way, we can serve, you know, more people because those reviews take a really long time. Mm -hmm. um, that way we can serve, you know, more people and we can answer very specific questions instead of making the stream kind of dull mm -hmm. by, you know, repeating. Because, you know, when you're looking at a YouTube channel, right, you go through, you know, a basic set of things that you're looking at, right? Like, okay, is it clear that they have, you know, um, you know, very specific content pillars? Is it clear who they're, you know, reaching with their content? Do they make it obvious from the outside, uh, you know, what the content is about? You know, when you're looking at their thumbnails, is it easy to tell what their content is about there, what that particular video might be about? Are they using it in the right way to grab attention? Are they putting yeah. anything in the thumbnail that's going to detract from that? You know, there, there's this, this checklist essentially that you go through and, because of that, it, it became, you know, really repetitive. And if you watched, you know, three of those shows where we would do review after review after review, you didn't really need them anymore. But yeah. when it comes to the questions, even though there's a lot of crossover with the questions, yeah. it's still a lot of unique questions come in. Yeah. And those unique questions, you know, add a lot of value to anybody versus just pulling up that one channel and adding that for that one person. I can, I can tell you for myself personally, like a lot of the things you constantly go over every Saturday, it's like, I, I know this stuff, but it's for me, like, there's so many things. There's such a long checklist and especially like you have this kind of list if you're doing shorts, if you have this kind of list, if you're doing a TikTok, you, you have this kind of list if you're doing reels or a live stream, like post live stream before whatnot. Like, for example, after this live stream, I'll be cutting off the beginning and end kind of thing and then putting it out to 
to all the, uh, you know, the podcasting, but of course, you know, there's also adding chapters and things like that. So I can tell you personally that that's one of the reasons why I tune in every Saturday is just kind of like a, for myself, for myself personally, um, I'm a slow learner, but once I learn, I learn and having that repetitiveness, you know, it, it really does help. So, um, that being said, Nick, I mean, with, with the repetitiveness and people kind of asking the same questions every week and people saying they're going to do this and they don't and whatnot, should everybody be on YouTube or making videos? Let's, let's give people the harsh truth. Um, I think that if somebody has something they want to share, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I think there's also a big difference between being on YouTube and trying to excel at YouTube. So if you are just like, Hey, let me make some videos and let me connect with some people that are also interested in these things. Then in that particular case, you know, you're not necessarily trying to blow up your channel. You're just trying to connect with other people and have conversations around the things that you care about. And that's perfectly fine. Yep. So, you know, for those people, maybe, you know, they, maybe they'll run across some of the videos or maybe they they'll hang out in some live streams or something. Mm -hmm. But after a while, they'll also recognize that, okay, I'm not going to do all this stuff because I'm not trying to blow up my channel. I'm just trying to, you know, maybe make things a little bit better, but I'm not trying to, you know, become the biggest channel in my niche or anything like that. So because of that, let me just work on these best practices and continue, you know, serving my audience and connecting with people just with that. And that's all I'm willing to do because, you know, with anything in life, I actually just mentioned this in a video um, that I was making earlier with anything in life. You know, if you go to the gym as an example, you're going to see different types of people. You're going to see the person that goes there to stay fit. And all they do is they show up, they hop on the treadmill, you know, for maybe 20 minutes, and then maybe they'll do some light, you know, weight work or something like that. And then they'll take a shower and then they'll leave. Then you have the other people that they want a sculpted body. For those people, they need to stay in the gym a little bit longer. Um, they need to be more strict with their diet. They need to make sure that they're, you know, being very aware of everything it is that they're doing with their body because they're trying to get to a certain point with that. They are going to be required to do more in order to achieve that compared to the people that are just trying to stay fit. And then you go into the bodybuilders. And then when you go into the bodybuilders, it's a totally different game because those guys, they'll spend, you know, half the day in the gym. They're taking supplements, they're crushing protein, they're doing, you know, like all of these extra things. Um, you know, they're, they don't have a cheat day because they're like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be as swole as I possibly can. And, you know, because of that, they have to do even more than the person that is, you know, just trying to have that sculpted body. So when it comes to YouTube, it's all the same. So, you know, you have the people that are like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm fine here because I'm connecting with people. I'm putting out content that I enjoy making. I like the process, you know, yeah. and all of that. So I'm cool with that. Um, and then you have the other people that say, okay, I want more than that. Yeah. I want to generate income from this. I want to, you know, be able to, um, you know, kind of go through the ranks, so to speak, in my niche. And because of that, I'm willing to do what it takes, which means that I'm going to go and do all of the stuff that, you know, all the YouTube help channels, you know, talk about. So let me ask you this. There. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 do you find it difficult when, when you have these different levels of people in the chat all the time? Like all of a sudden you got a whole bunch of the kind of like newbies, if you will, kind of people that are really green. Like, you know, I've uploaded two videos and I only have five subscribers is okay. You, you what you've done two <laughs> you've done two videos right and then you, and then all of a sudden you got a question from someone who's like got a business they've been doing it for five years and they've a hundred thousand so is it is it really polarizing or is it very similar type of answers for these same sort of people i love it 
And, yeah. and the reason that I like people in different stages is because everybody can learn from each other. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like you've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. So if you were to hop on a call with, you know, somebody that just started yesterday, then the things that they're going to say, you're going to be like, huh, you know, I, 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 you know, I've been doing it for a while, but I never really kind of looked at it that way because they're, you know, they're coming in fresh with how things are now yeah. and they're coming at it with a different perspective. So, you know, like even, you know, people that are experienced have things to learn from people that are, you know, coming in. But when it comes to, uh, you know, the different types of people in the stream, you know, I love it because it also mm-hmm. gives the people that do have an experience, that do have the experience, the opportunity to encourage the people that don't. Because, mm-hmm. you know, a big part of this whole YouTube game yeah. is that encouragement and, yes. and, and being yeah. able to look at what it is that you're doing and, you know, cause everybody struggles, you know, when you start. Mm-hmm. So being able to look at what it is that you're doing and have other people say, Hey, I was there too. But I saw it through and I kept working on my skill sets. And then now I'm here. Now I'm at 50,000 subscribers or 20,000 subscribers or 100,000 or 500,000 or whatever the thing is. And I I think that's inspiring for, you know, people that are on that path and are wanting that specific thing. So because of that, I I love the mix of, of people in the streams. We have some questions here. I am starring off. And then one of the nice things about StreamYard as well, I love that they added this, that you can like star different questions and it puts it into yeah, a different great. column and go through here. So I do have a couple uh, specific questions. Go back here a little bit here. One right here from the Creator Classroom. What are Nick's personal goals for his YouTube channel this year or channels? I know that you're, you're running on several different channels, but on, you know, TubeSpanner, you're helping over on, uh, you know, the StreamYard and things like that. And we're going to talk a little more about StreamYard and obviously uh, TubeSpan or whatnot. But for your personal channel, wh- do you have a specific goal in mind in terms of growth or reach or like how, d- how does Nick look at it in January? So for me, I'm trying to connect um, deeper this year. Okay. So yeah, so, so basically like as your, as your channel grows, um, there starts to be, you know, like when you are getting rolling and you have a lot of people in your community, you can get to know people by name and, you know, you know, everybody that's in your chat and things like that. Mm-hmm. But as your, as your channel grows and you're always having like new people come in and things like that, it can be harder and harder to connect with people. So because of that, um, I'm trying to connect more. So basically part of my, you know, Nimenati thing is yeah. to create, connect and serve. Right. So part of the connection side is, uh, you know, being able to be accessible to people. So, you know, when people send me DMs on Twitter, I make sure that I, you know, respond to people as long as it's something reasonable. Um, I started a Discord community that I'm slowly letting people know about so that people can go in there and ask questions. And, you know, those types of things to where I'm just, you know, trying to um, just kind of get back into the Mm -hmm. community side of things. And, and, And I think that on that side of things, I think that when people feel that there's somebody in their corner yeah. that they are more likely to succeed. Because yes. I know for me, same exact thing happened to me, right? I had somebody reach out and say, hey, you, you know, you're pretty good at this stuff. Let me like help. And for me, that was huge. That changed the game for me because in my mind, I was like, wow, somebody actually, you know, thinks I have potential here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, those types of things I think are really important. So I want to be that person for more people. So because of that, I'm just trying to connect, you know, a little bit more. And then of course, you know, I'm, I'm uh, working on, you know, consistency as well, you know, for my channel also, it's not the most important thing, you know, for me, but I am getting in the direction to where I've got less than a hundred thousand subscribers until I hit the million. So I am trying to be more consistent so that I can, uh, you know, reach that, you know, a little bit faster. Let's, let's expand more, a little bit more on, 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 on your goals and whatnot. 
and I, I this kind of ties in. I've always wondered why are you in Thailand? Like why? <laughs> I I don't want to get I don't want to get I don't want to get uncomfortable personal, but like uh, I mean, first of all, I think it's really cool, uh, especially when you guys were doing some of those vlog things a few years ago and whatnot. Um, but what brought what brought the Nimmin the Nimmin brothers? Like, are you guys trying to run from something in the United States? Like, are you, did you guys rob a bank or something? Like, I mean, yeah. I need to, we need to know these things, man. Like, what? Why it's are the Nimmins? Why is the Naughty expanding in, in in Asia? What's going on here? It's better here. It's like, better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. So, so like, it's better here. The 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 people are super kind here. We don't have all the political craziness that you guys have over there. Um, Hold on, uh, I'm in Canada. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Well, well, I mean, you know, for people watching, um, uh, you know, teachers can go to school here um, and they can teach without having to worry about their safety. Mm. Um, you know, just, just everything. Like, um, for example, uh, an example of this that, that DNI often give is at some of the Starbucks that we frequent here, we can go in and we can leave a laptop sitting on a table yeah. and, you know, car keys and a phone. And we can walk away, go to the bathroom, or we can go out of the shop, go down the street, grab something to eat, come back, and yeah. that laptop, phone, and keys are all still going to be there. Um, so, in terms of just safety, in terms of how yeah. kind everybody is, the so service in Canada would be stolen, and they would also apologize at the same time. Sorry, right, right. Sorry, I need to take this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but but basically, you know, the the whole thing is just that it's you know it, it's it's different, and. Um, like I could hammer on this whole thing for for quite some time, but but mm -hmm. in a nutshell, it's you know it, it's a totally different experience, and it's just a higher quality of life um, gotcha. over here compared to. That's really cool. I would like to see personally. I like to see more vlog stuff from you guys, but I know that you guys are super concentrated there in the studios and whatnot. Mm -hmm. How big is that space that you're in right now? Let's get kind of on the technical side now. This is a for me. This is a spare bedroom, and I've got you know I've got this side camera here. I got this other one here that that, that uh, shows off my my tremendous figure here, and of course we got the the top down camera here. These are all these are all things you can do with Streamyard people. Mm -hmm. How big is that space that you're in? Like how big is? Uh, it's not you know, that big. Yeah. I mean, um, let's see here. So I think it's probably somewhere around like four meters wide, I think. Okay. Maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit wider. Okay. Um, and then probably about eight to ten meters long for just the main area right here. You did a and really then, terrific video a couple of years ago where you did like a whole like kind of like, like a silvery background and whatnot. I guess you kind of tore that down and did redid this, correct? That was a different place. Okay. So yeah, so basically that was at a condo that I was in. Okay. Um, during the pandemic, we bought a house. Oh, okay, so uh, yeah, so this is in that house. So uh, uh, yeah, so this, yeah, it's about four, maybe five meters this way. And then long, um, I would say it's like eight to 10. And then there's also another area over here that's probably another four squared. Is that the same space uh, where I, both you and D do your thing side by side? No. That, oh. That's in a totally different studio. Oh, it's a totally different studio. Wow. Totally different okay. place. Yeah. Wow. So that's like 30 minutes away from where uh, from where I'm at right now. Wow. Okay. So the thing, I thought it was like off to the side, like a different room or something like that. Okay, cool. No. Um, no. When you guys are doing, when you and D are doing your show together, is there is there like a set of rules you guys have to follow or, or is it just kind of like go with the flow, answer the questions? I always find that D is kind of the loosey goosey guy. He's always bringing up the comments, whatnot. You're like the serious in the face area. Uh, I also noticed that you use this microphone for that show and you're mm -hmm. using a sure SM7B there. 
Um, let's talk a little bit more about, about the gear and whatnot, because you guys have really professional looking setups. People say that mine's professional. I'm like, listen, if you knew how many boxes were over here and how much crap, <laughs> right? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure your studio looks the same, Nick. You probably have boxes everywhere and things like that. How long did it take for you to get to this stage? Like, how were, what was some of your very first streaming gear? Let's talk about the tech side of things. Um, so for myself personally, I first started streaming. I had an iPad very temporarily. And then I went to this camera right here. This is an A6500. So what are you using? What did you start with? I guess when you started doing the streaming and like, what are you using now? If you could kind of summarize things. When I started streaming, I started with a Logitech C920. Oh my God, uh, webcam. It's over there. Yep. Yep. Logitech C920. Yep. And then um, from there, I ended up getting a Canon, uh, or uh, yeah, Canon M50. And then I got a, I can't remember the name of the lens, but it's like a super wide lens for that. And then I went from that to a Sony A6500. Um, and then now the camera that you're seeing right here is a Sony A7S3. With yeah. a uh, G Master, tw I think this is a 24 millimeter uh, lens for okay. this particular setup. When I do the tighter crop, it's a 35 millimeter, but this one is a uh, is a 24, I think, uh, millimeter millimeter lens. And then I also have, you know, because I do the wide shot too. And by the way, this place is super clean. The other studio, like our live setup, yeah. that place is Can is you a bit angles right now or no? Is it what? Can you, can you switch angles? Can you show some different angles right now or no? I don't have any of, I don't have any of that uh, turned on yeah, right now. No but uh, yeah, I have a wide shot up here that is a Sony A6500. That's one of my favorite Ooh. shots. I love it. With, with a uh, 16 millimeter uh, Sigma lens on it. Yeah. And then I have a side camera here that's also another, it's the same exact camera. It's just another one. And then I had another one here that I, that I removed that was a Canon 90D. Um, as well, but I'm just not using it anymore. I'm actually in the process of kind of reconfiguring this setup. So I changed from a static desk to a sit stand um, okay. so that I can transition, you know, for content and for streaming and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually in the process of kind of reconfiguring everything. But I also have that that overhead shot that you have for the gear. Mm -hmm. um, I've got one of those that I use that's a, a GoPro 10, I think it is, um, that's right up here that shows the Roadcaster and it shows the A10 Mini um, Extreme. Yeah, this uh, it's it's interesting. This overhead shot is actually, it's this is so this overhead shot here. This is actually a uh, Pixel Eight Pro plugged in mm -hmm. via USB, and then Streamyard recognizes it as a separate uh, camera, so that I can do two at the same time here, which makes nice. things really nice. So when I'm presenting things, I can have both myself on screen and not have to completely switch. So basically, these angles here for myself. These are kind of like all action. And this right here, this is an iPhone 6. Okay, so people, you don't have to buy expensive cameras. This is an iPhone 6 going to an HDMI adapter, a lightning, and away we go. This right here is actually an iPhone 15 Pro. iPhone 15 Pro. And then this is the only real camera camera. This is a uh, A6500 um, with a 16 millimeter Sigma. I mean, I think everybody loves using the 16 millimeter Sigma. Oh, they're great. Yeah. And then, then, and of course, like I said, this overhead shot here, is an is is a is a pixel. So um, I guess the point that I think you and I are both trying to make here is that you don't need super fancy, crazy cameras. I mean, for the longest time, I was but using. You can it. have it if you want it. I mean, what's that? I said, but you can have it if you want it. Exactly, yeah. you can have it if you want it. Exactly. So um, it's always fun to kind of uh, experiment there and whatnot. It's it's kind of crazy when I think back to how I started with an iPad and then I went to an iPhone and temporarily when this camera wasn't working, I 
switch it up and people couldn't really tell the difference. I think that's I think that's a really a key thing. Let's talk a little more about that. Nick. Lighting. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's talk about lighting, because like, for example, your brother and both you, you and your brother have both done terrific videos showing kind of like before and after when it comes to lighting. So for myself personally, I've got this big umbrella thing here. Um, but this other light over here, you guys can't see it. This is just a, a, an Elgato key light kind of thing. And then that's basically it. Then everything else is lit up behind me. But you can use the simplest phone or even camera. But as long as your lighting's on points, way you go. Let's talk a little bit more about that, a bit, a little more about that. So when I was using the Logitech C920, I would have people ask me what DSLR I'm using. Mm-hmm. And it was because, you know, I, I lit it properly. I would go into the settings. I would adjust the exposure. I would, expo- you know, I would lock the focus in, things like that. Then I had the backlighting, so I would still do the high contrast look. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was able to pull it off with that camera because of the lighting. So you can, you know, with a phone or, you know, with a webcam, if you can dial in the settings on that, then you can make an okay camera look really good with proper lighting so uh you know when it comes to like the first upgrades that you should do um lighting i believe in a lot of cases should be the first one over the camera itself and then of course you know audio is super important because it's half of the video experience but Mm -hmm. the uh but you know given the option it's a super cheap thing to do i think you can get like a full cowboy kit i think it's called for like a 100 bucks or something like that um where it doesn't even have to be anything fancy but if you use it properly, then you can make, you know, okay cameras look like really nice cameras. Yeah, I remember uh, I remember using this C920. Is this is that what this is? I can't I can't remember this. Uh, this is I think this is a C920. Um, but like I still it. I still use this to this day when I do some conference calls and whatnot, but I just uh, I don't want to boot up all this stuff kind of thing. And it's kind of funny because I recently did some interviews and whatnot. And I, I was using that, but I was using this microphone. And they're like, wow, are we on the radio? <laughs> I'm like, no, no. It's just really... <laughs> and now I have to go into this new career here on Monday and and, and use a different, um, you know, web, uh, you know, different kind of microphone. So, I mean, we've talked a little bit about lighting, about cameras, whatnot. Um, audio is huge nowadays, especially with podcasts and whatnot. Um, for myself personally, I was able to make uh, an old Yeti microphone, Blue Yeti, before they were bought by Logitech, dial in and whatnot. Um, what do you, what would you recommend for people? Like they got a hundred dollars to spend hundred dollars us. What microphone would you say that they should get? Let's say they're doing talking head. Would you recommend a lavalier? Something like this, something like, I mean, we know that the SM7B is obviously higher price whatnot, but let's say we got a hundred bucks. Go. What are you going to recommend? If, if they are sitting in a fixed position, um, I would go, I'm not sure how much they cost, but I would go with the Rode NTG. I believe is what it's called. And uh, basically with that mic, um, it it powers on and off. Um, You can plug it directly into your computer and you can use it for a voiceover mic. You can, you know, and and it's like a built-in interface too. You can just plug it directly in um, Mm -hmm. and you can use it on your camera as well. So it's more of like a multi-purpose mic. Um, But the whole idea with that is you can just set it right here, you know, on screen, kind of like we have these and you can use it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, Or you can do it kind of like I have this one that you can't see to where it's just out of frame and it's really close to you. Or are you using dual mic right now for for your audio because it sounds good i mean are you you just coming through this it's just coming through this but um i was making videos earlier so i have i don't know if you can see this yeah you probably have something a shotgun right out of of frame right yeah Yeah. it is it's a uh, rode ntg three i think it is um for this one but i've I've had this for a long time but it's it's my uh kind of go-to here for this one but uh uh but what i'm you know 
doing like let's say that i'm shooting something where i'm like going to be sitting over there and then i'm going to move it to here and then i'm going to move it over there or something like that <laughs> that's when i'll use the road mic that i'm recommending um just because it's versatile it sounds amazing for the price point mm-hmm. and um and then of course when i do voiceovers with it then it matches everything up and then everything sounds nice and consistent across the content got a question here from uh i think it's pronounced Taiko tapi or uh, I, i'm sorry i don't i don't know how to pronounce the name properly um we saw like obviously during the pandemic uh, a big rise in short form content TikTok just kind of blew up and whatnot and then of course we've seen that runoff now with reels and with youtube shorts and whatnot i have my own opinions about short form content i think it's really good to kind of get quick information but if you want to go deeper i think that's where long form content still rules that being said the question here curious to hear what nix thinks will be uh, the new trend this year now that's really that's a really broad question so -hmm. let's bring it down let's 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 narrow that down to the trend with youtube content creation what do you think the trends could possibly be this year so i think for a lot of types of content i think slowing things down a little bit um, is going to be the trend so i think that everybody you know in the past few years has been trying to be mr beast And I think that's kind of exhausted people and people are kind of used to that now. So, you know, when, you know, everybody else is yinging, then of course you yang, you know, is kind of the thing. So I think because everybody's so used to that style, I think Mm -hmm. that a lot of content creators, especially, you know, now that you're seeing people that will just be sitting somewhere and they just turn on the camera and they just talk to the camera with no edits whatsoever. And they're getting, you know, like tons of views on their content. Now that people are seeing that that's possible, I think a lot of people are going to be scaling back on the extreme editing and they are going to be working more on just telling a good story and connecting with people um kind of like old school youtube right kind of like you know it used to be yeah Yeah. so i so i think we're going to be leaning more towards towards that side of things um Mm -hmm. on youtube here in the in the very near future starting already and is that (laughs) is that the secret sauce when it comes to youtube in general um i've seen i've seen people with just amazing equipment and awesome editing and whatnot but then it's like watching a potato right <laughs> you know what i mean the personality of a potato is personality one of the biggest things when it comes to it in terms and also storytelling when it comes to this whole youtube game would you say personality not necessarily communication absolutely okay so i would say you know because when it comes to personality like your personality is something that's already built in right like your personality is just kind of like the nuance of you but how you communicate will allow your personality to come through but it will also make sure that you're being concise it'll also make sure that you are you know speaking from a place of authority if that's you know something that you're trying to do Mm -hmm. um it'll also make sure that you are you know just getting your message across you know in the right way so i think that um when it comes to that i think that communication is something that trumps personality because even if you don't have a personality that you might think might be a good fit for YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can, if you communicate well, you can still do amazing. Even you're if you're still find your people. Yeah. Yeah. You're still going to find your people. All right. Completely different direction, different direction. What is Nick Nimmin subscribed to? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to go first. I'm going to, I'm going to break the ice here a little bit for, for you. I love watching and listening to ASMR. Okay, like Mm. it doesn't like tapping and things like that just relaxes me. I put that on, put on the noise canceling headphones and when we go. But also I religiously watch dash cam videos, but only only if it's from North America. I can't watch any Mm. of the Russian stuff because it's just like crazy over there. So like dash cams, North America, US, some some Australia stuff um, and, and ASMR. Those are my things. And then, of course, I've got like I've got 
I've got Philip DeFranco in there for news. And, uh, you know, of, of course, yourself and whatnot, other content creators. Um, I actually have very little tech stuff I'm actually subscribed to. But what is Nick Nimmin subscribed to? What is what's in his history? What, what, so what I'm subscribed to a lot of channels, um, but I don't religiously watch anybody. Um, I I will watch a lot. Uh, maybe I'll check out, you know, Ryan George. Um, I watch a lot of educational content based around things that I'm trying to learn at the time. Mm -hmm. um, I will listen to tons of music um, on YouTube. I've always got music going like in the background or something. Um, if I'm like working or, you know, just hanging out, whatever, there's music playing somewhere. So um, because of that, you know, I'll watch that type of content. But it's usually based around what it is that I'm trying to learn you know, at the time. So um, there's a guy that I'm watching uh, a lot right now called Streaky. And with Streaky, what he does is he teaches people about Logic Pro and about mastering and about making music sound good, you know, that type of stuff. So I'm mm -hmm. watching a lot of him, you know, right now and other content creators that do that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, for me, it's it's more about what I'm trying to learn at that moment in time. Um, You're constantly and, learning and, and hopefully applying that to your own content for people, correct? Well, and it's fun, right? Like, like yeah. you know, because I, I do music as a hobby. So because of that, you know, like I, I want to get better, you know, at that hobby. Yeah. So because of that, you know, I'll, I'll learn, you know, that stuff as well. So okay. it just kind of depends on, you know, whatever it is that I'm that I'm trying to to learn. I don't really watch much entertainment content. Yeah. Um, every, everything that I watch is usually has some type of utility attached to it. Do you ever feel or like Brian George and, you know, some other stand up comedians if they get, you know, recommended to me? Do you ever feel like um, if you watch like an hour of YouTube or maybe an hour and a half, like, I don't know about for you, but if I get onto TikTok and I just start next thing I know it's like three hours later and it's like, oh, my God, do you ever feel like sometimes when you're consuming too much, it's like, damn, that's time I could have used to create. Do you ever feel that guilt? I feel it all the time. I feel it all the time. I get no peace. So um, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. Like, um, and this is just kind of like something that I've always carried with me is it doesn't matter what I'm doing. Um, if I am not doing something productive, I will carry guilt with me and I'll be thinking that I'm, that I should be doing something productive. Mm. That doesn't mean that I'm a super productive person. It yeah. just means that when I'm not being productive, in my brain, like, 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 for example, like, you know, like I play Fortnite and you know, that kind of stuff. So we need to play together. I, it's what we need to play together. I play Fortnite all the time, man. Oh yeah. We should add me on uh PlayStation. So I, I, I recently got the solid snake skin. Oh, nice. Let's nice. go. So, you know, like for example, like with that, I I'm using that <clears throat> as a way to like hang out, you know, with my girlfriend cause she plays too. So I use that as just like, you know, we use that for bonding. And yeah. I also use that as just a way to not think about other stuff and just kind of like do that for a little bit. Yeah. And even with that, I'm just like, oh, man, I'm, I, you know, I should be doing something productive instead of doing this. I know I get my daily uh, quest done and I'm like, I'm like, I really should be making a video. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, with that, you know, um, because I do carry that, even if I go on vacation, right, it's like vacation, I'm not supposed to do anything in my brain. I'm still like, okay, I got to do it. I'll still be on my phone, like looking at stuff and trying to, you know, it, it's just part of, you know, just how I'm built kind of. So, so like the important question now to follow up with this is this build mode, build mode or not build mode. Um, I prefer not build mode, but my girlfriend, yes! but, but my girlfriend, yeah, I'm a, I'm a shooter, but, but my girlfriend prefers build mode. So yeah. that means that uh, that we play build mode all the time. Oh, jeez. Okay, man. Yeah. Okay. But, but my, yeah, my I'm, son, I'm a shooter. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm a shooter. Gonna, what do you play on? What do you play on? Uh, PlayStation 5. Ah, same here, man. Same here. I got the, I got yep, the 65 inch going and everything. Okay. Nice. I'll send you my gamer tag later, man. We'll, we'll hook up. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It'll be good. It'll be good. Um, 
This I'm Nick so Nimmin. You can add me. Just Nick Nimmin. That, that that's my gamer tag. So yeah, I was like, hey, I'm gonna make an account under this. So if like anybody happens to like run across me, or if they want to just add me or play or whatever, then they can. So here's mine. I'm gonna put it in the live chat right there. That's both PlayStation and also on Fortnite. Go ahead and add me, people. Don't don't add up. Don't add me as a super deep friend or whatever it is on on, on the PlayStation. But yeah, bring it on. I will destroy you. Don't ask me to play Call of Duty because I don't like it. But yeah, you know what game I recently bought? I had to buy this, Nick. And I'm going to date myself here. They brought out the three game series of uh, Metal Gear. Oh, nice. Remember? I do. You know, you know this, right? Right? Huh? Yeah. So like, yeah. oh my God, throwback. But you know what sucks though? They made it 720p and it's square, but it's still, but still like it's, it's, it's still amazing though. Like on a, on a PlayStation 5 on a big 60. Anyway. Get that, get that right there. Oh, also, also, besides Fortnite, what else are you playing? Usually, just that. Um, like, I'll, like if I'm playing by myself, then um, sometimes it'll be Fortnite. Other times it'll be GTA. Every now and then I'll hop into uh, Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, and then I also have the VR set up. So sometimes I'll go into like the Star Wars VR and you know that kind of nice. stuff. Too. What's up yep. with GTA announcing a game like five years in advance? Like, <laughs> hey, you know what? It, it, it's fantastic because it's gotten everybody excited. Like now. I'm like, you know, like I'm hanging out, you know, drinking coffee or something. And I'm like, yeah. oh, man, I can't wait till GTA 6 comes out. Remember Vice right. City when that came out? The soundtrack, that was amazing. Hey, mm -hmm. all that 80s stuff, man. I love it. I love it. Oh, my God, Nick. I just uh, I love you even more now. Uh, let me ask you about Tube Spanner. What is okay. Tube Spanner? What is, what, is, what, is, what is this Tube Spanner? Like, is this your thing? Is it what is this? Tell us about Tube Spanner and what people can do with it. Tube Spanner is a productiv productivity tool for content creators. Um, it's not my tool. Um, I work for them just like I work with, you know, other, you know, companies that do, you know, other things like that. Just like I work with StreamYard, just like I work with TubeBuddy and Opus Clip. So uh, with Tube Spanner, basically, um, a lot of people are, st are starting to confuse it with like TubeBuddy and VidIQ, but it's a totally different thing. Mm -hmm. So there's only like a couple of crossover things, nothing that's a core feature. Um, but basically with Tube Spanner, what it does is you have... To where you can set up like an unlimited amount of upload defaults. Um, you can have the uh, bio link because a lot of people are trying to connect all of their social accounts together. Yeah, um, with this, it has a bio link that you can actually see on your screen right now to where you can add like videos into it. You can have it changed to where you can choose like your most recent video and then it will put that into your social bio every time. You can put a custom video in there. Like you can do whatever you want. You can add custom backgrounds. You can add images, all those things to that bio tool. You can share your content onto your other social media accounts um, without having to leave the YouTube interface. So let's say you published a video and you're like, okay, I want to now add it to uh, Tube Spanner social sharing tool. And I want to share it out to Twitter on the, you know, now. And I also want to share it out next Wednesday. And I want to share it out next Friday. You can go ahead and just schedule those things in. And you can also say, while I'm doing that, let me also schedule it to go out to LinkedIn. Let me schedule it to go out to Facebook as well. And then it will just automatically, you know, take care of sending those out once you get them scheduled. And you can fill up your whole schedule um, if you want. They also have chapters, or not chapters, but a notepad where you can use it to add chapters to your own videos. You can uh, use it to take notes on other people's videos. So in my live streams, I encourage people that are TubeSpanner users to open up their notepads. So they can take notes during the stream and it adds a timestamp to the note. So if you come back to the stream later, then you can just open up that notepad and you can just go through it and be like, oh, this is where he was talking about this. So let me, you know, click into that. Um, uh, but all kinds of, you know, helpful 
productivity tools like okay. that. They also have AI tools like script writing um, mm-hmm. to where with chat GPT, if you go in there and you have it write a script, it just gives you a big chunk of information. Mm-hmm. But with Banner, they use something they call hold and replace. And with hold and replace, what it is, is it'll write out the script, but it puts in all these different sections. And then you can say, oh, you know what? I think this section would be better up higher. And you just take it and grab it and slide it up. And then it goes up you know, to a higher spot in the script. You can say for this section, I want to add more to it. You just hit the plus button. It'll add more information there. Um, and, and, and basically, you can customize your script that way. And one of the things, and I got to make sure that I say this, mm-hmm. one of the things that they are very adamant about is that the script writing tool isn't made to just take the script and run with it. It's yeah. made to give you a starting point yeah. because, you know, they want you to be creative. They want you to, you know, do the thing as a creator, not just to have, you know, robots doing everything for you. Yeah. So the whole idea of the script writing tool is to give you a base to work off of. That's the whole idea. Um, and then uh, within that, they also show you a time. So if you are somebody that writes scripts, it'll tell you about how long that script is going to take you to uh, get through in terms of total minutes of communication. Um, Once you nail those particular parts and you can tell it, I speak quickly, I speak slowly, I'm kind of in the middle, and then it will give you uh, a readout on about how long it's going to take, how long the video will essentially be if it's all spoken word. The other thing I want to talk about is this here. It's awesome. Everybody should try it, tubespanner.com. Yeah, definitely. I I haven't installed it yet, but I've been watching kind of behind the scenes kind of thing. And I mm-hmm. use uh, I use TubeBuddy a little mm-hmm. bit of VidIQ here. It's kind of nice that we we kind of have some options and whatnot. Um, one thing I want to talk about here is this project here. For, uh, I think this is mostly your brother, um, mm-hmm. but tell us more about Creator Mix because I absolutely love Creator Mix. I have it playing in the background of all my streams except for when I do one on ones like this. Um, I use it for all of my content. If you look at all of my content I did from CES, I built the video and put all the background music and everything via Creator Mix uh, from the uploads that you guys have on there. And I know I bugged you about this before, but D needs to add more music on on there and whatnot. But you guys have such a terrific load of music on here. Tell us more about Creator Mix, what it is, how people can get access, and the cost. So Creator Mix is free um, for everyone. Um, you can use the music in pretty much any all way right, that you want all to. All right, all right, <laughs> You can use the music for free in pretty much any way that you want. Um, you can use it in podcasts, YouTube videos, you know, the whole the whole nine. Um, and uh, my, my uh, brother and I, basically, uh, we have invested into this. And we had a bunch of people make content or make, you know, music for it. We bought the rights to the music. And uh, then my brother takes the, you know, music that gets, uh, you know, given to us or that we purchase. And then he like masters it to make it all sound good and, you know, all of that. Um, And then we put it up there for everybody to use. So we have amazing. Yeah. So uh, we have uh, the creatormix.com website where you can get your account, get your license for the music and things like that to make sure that, you know, um, if there is like a claim that pops up because there is some crossover, like, for example, every now and then we'll have a problem to where, you know, like with techno and stuff, it's like, uh, 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 and there's those similar patterns. So every now and then there'll be like a false claim on it. Um, if you have the license, then you can just dispute that. And you don't have to worry about it. It's not a big deal. Um, so, you know, you have those, uh, you know, types of uh, things as well. And then you can stream it and just listen to it on all of the major streaming platforms. If you just go to creatormix.com slash stream, you'll find the website, you'll find all the different streaming platforms. And I believe the YouTube channels on there as well, nice. which we just recently crossed 10,000 subscribers on. That's awesome, man. That's I, I love 
I love that you guys have done so much with this. Um, yeah. But D, love, yeah, D is definitely running uh, this this project though. D owes me a shirt. It's going great. He yeah. owes me a shirt. Um, mm -hmm. I love I love these shirts. So I love the artwork and everything like that. So uh, listen, if you guys are looking for music for your streams, for your like backgrounds, for 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 whatever. Uh, definitely take a look at Crater Mix. It's really, it's really good. Like, there's a little bit of something in there for everybody. There's some rock and roll, like the music at the start of the show here. That was Crater Mix. Like everything I do now, with with it, whether it's short form or long form, I'm using Crater Mix because one, copyright free, royalty free, like Nick, Nick, Nick said, and two, it's just badass. It's really good stuff. It's really, really good to the Thank point you. where my Spotify thing for the end of the year was like, listen, you listen to nothing but Crater Mix, and I'm like, you damn right, I did. You're damn right. <laughs> um, Nick, we're getting we're getting we're getting close to the end of the show here, whatnot. I want to talk really quick about mental health and social media. Um, you know, I've never been one to hide and and not talk about these things and whatnot. I think it's an important conversation to have. Um, you know, I've had my own demons in the past, and I talked about I've talked to you about this privately, and I'll say it publicly again. I really credit yourself, your brother, uh, people like Brian G. Johnson, Roberto Blake. Uh, Daniel Battelle and whatnot, whether you guys know it or not, you guys have been a huge help for myself in terms of motivation and just keeping on track and just getting those demons out of the head and whatnot. Um, from one of the things, one of the things I'm trying to improve on for myself this year is to post and ghost more, you know, put it on the, put that piece of content on Twitter X or whatever it is, and then just get out of there and maybe check the comments later rather than sitting there waiting. How does Nick Nimmin balance the crap just the absolute shit that is out there on social media and staying the positive force that we constantly see because i know that is not easy man i know that it's not easy how does nick do that um i i filter things um in terms of you know like regardless of what i look at you know like like i keep when it comes to my youtube channel and all that stuff i keep everything um you know focused on the task at hand which is helping content creators learn how to thrive on the platform so, you know, it's really easy to pollute that stuff. Mm -hmm. However, um, if you just stay focused on the task at hand, then it's really easy to, you know, make sure that none of that stuff, you know, really bleeds in. Every now and then we'll talk about something on our streams, but those are a little bit more loose. But, mm -hmm. um, but for the most part, you know, I just keep everything focused on, you know, just helping content creators. But when it comes to, you know, filtering things on Twitter and, you know, and Reddit and, you know, all that, because I'm on Reddit, you know, way more than I'm on everything else. Really? Okay. Um, in terms of Twitter, like I'm, I'm, on, I'm on Reddit uh, a yeah. lot more than I'm on, than okay. I'm on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Yep. But like when it comes to, uh, you know, those conversations and when it comes to people just being toxic or, you know, trolling or when it comes to. Are you just a block or, and move on kind of person? Because that's what I've I done. Am. Yep, yeah, I'm a block and move on type of person. Um, yeah. I also don't pay much attention to the news Good. Um, because, you know, unless it's something that's happening locally um, for just, you know, like, you know, you can see the the, the gray in my beard. Um, <laughs> one thing that I've learned in life is that you can stay focused on all that stuff and just have it occupying time in your brain or space in your brain. Mm -hmm. Or if something's really important, you're going to find out about it. Like somebody's yeah. going to tell you like, oh, hey, man, did you hear about this? And then you're going to know about it from that. So because of that, I, don't I hate. I, I like watching the, the local news, but then once they start getting to the, some of the international stuff, I'm like, you know, I got to turn this off. It's just yeah. the same kind of baloney whatnot. And while you you want to feel informed, um, sometimes it just feels like it's I just don't even very care about being informed, if I'm honest. I don't yeah. even care. 
Yeah. You know, like, uh, like for me, I don't care if I'm informed. I don't care if I can hold a conversation around current events. Like mm-hmm. I, I just don't care. So for me, I just focus on, you know, doing what it is that I do and consuming the stuff that I consume, which is usually all educational type things. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I just keep doing that. And then, you know, if you're, if you, if you choose to focus on the things that are positive and that can help you grow in some way, then you won't have time for the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So for me, I've just chosen to do that instead of, you know, spend time following politicians and drama and, you know, all that stuff that people, you know, tend to get caught up on. Last important question here. First of all, lots of great questions. Again, thank you for everybody joining us. And Nick, thank you for your time. This is super important. I always ask this of all my guests. Is a hot dog a sandwich? (sighs) It's a good question. Um, I I, 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 I will clear face. (laughs) I think it's a taco. You think it's a taco? I think it's a taco. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, like a taco is the same thing where, you know, it's kind of yeah. like this, just like a hot dog okay. bun. And then you, you know, you have but the, are you hot buying the buns that are like together, like kind of well, on the bottom it's together. Yeah. And then, you know, so basically it's the whole bun then you open it up and then the bottom stains together. You put the hot dog, maybe some cheese in there if you're crazy, but you put, you know, some hot, hot dog in there, a little bit of onions on it. Maybe put some cheese on there yeah. and then the bottom kind of holds everything together. And I think yeah. that's what makes it a taco. Maybe. What are you putting on your hot dog? I don't eat hot dogs. What is wrong with you? Get out of here. What? If I knew this, I wouldn't do this show. With yep. you right yeah, now. I don't need hot, yeah, I don't need hot dogs. But yeah. I also heard, I also heard you and your brother are psychos, and you guys like to put pineapple on your yes. pizza. Is this true? Yes. Jeez. Yes. Yeah, but I had a, I had a I had a pizza yesterday with uh, pineapple and onion on it. Uh, love it, love that combo. <laughs> fruit. The only fruit that belongs on pizza is tomato. For those that don't know, yes, tomato is a fruit. <laughs> All right, uh, let's wrap this up before we do our outro here. Any other words of wisdom, things you want to get out there, want to tell the people, what are you working on, Nick? And go. Um, If you are a content creator and you're somebody that is, you know, looking at this as either something that you want to do to connect with people or, you know, you're wanting to do this professionally. The thing that I always like to remind people of is that YouTube, it comes with a learning curve, just like anything else that you're going to do in your life. So it's really easy when you're plugging away and you're making videos, especially when you're getting started, if you've never done anything like this before, to get discouraged and to be like, ah, you know, it's just not working out. But if you look at it like it's a process that you go through and that you're simply going through the learning curve, as long as you're actively trying to improve and actively trying to develop your skills, then all you have to do is just go through that learning curve and then you'll start getting things to a point to where your content is more competitive for the platform. And as soon as your content hits this threshold to where it's it's able to compete against all the other content that YouTube is showing the people that it's showing your content to, as soon as you hit that threshold, then everything's gonna start going your way and you're gonna start getting more views on your videos and then the whole thing's gonna start working better for you. So because of that, embrace the process and acknowledge that we all start at zero and we all start with not having the skills required to do the thing and embrace that process and learning and developing the skills that you need to do it. If you do that, um, then you'll, then you, then you'll be fine over time. I love, I've always loved that saying we all started zero, even, even Mr. Beast, like we all started. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you guys want to know where some of your favorite content creators came from, go to YouTube and sort by oldest, assuming they haven't removed stuff and, and, and you'll feel much better about yourself. And it's actually very motivating. Mr. Nick Nimmin, I appreciate you coming through for making the time. We're exactly one hour now. 
we're going to roll the outro here, but really quick, I got to let everybody know that, uh, of course, we got the Discord link down there. If you guys are looking to use StreamYard like we have here, uh, there is a 14-day, that's two-week trial, no card required. Link is down below in the description. Check out StreamYard. We are using the pro version here with the angles and everything like that. You can bring in sounds and all, right, you know, all, all sorts right, of good stuff. Right. Whatnot. Uh, big thanks to all of my channel members that came through. Listen, if you join the Discord today, you guys aren't going to see much till I get over there until I sign our rule to you. If you become a channel member here, you get a little, little extra access whatnot. Our next live stream will be our Sunday a regular live stream. I've, I've kept this going here for the last six months. Our Sunday community live stream at 11.05 a.m. Mountain. That's 1.05 p.m. Eastern. That's a Sunday hangout stream. We just hang out. We talk about the latest tech, what's been happening, and all that kind of good stuff. And, of course, uh, make sure you guys join uh, D and Nick Nimmin on Saturday. It's, it's Thursday. Two more two more sleeps, people. And then we get to wake up and hang out with D and Nick again and whatnot. Um, Nick. Thanks again, man. I wish we could do this longer. We'll definitely do it Thank again. You. Go bug your brother. I want to get him on. I need to get him into yeah. making more content again. He's so good at the mobile stuff. <clears throat> He's, He's on it. Him. It's it's coming. He's yeah. on it. Good. Yeah. Good. All right, people. I'm going to let all you guys go. You guys all have a great day. Uh, catch the replay if you want to. We'll throw some chapters in there. Of course, this will be going out as an audio on Spotify, um, Amazon, Apple, the whole bit here. But you can obviously watch the replay right now on YouTube and YouTube Music. Uh, you guys all have a good one. Take care. Cheers.